Welcome back to Finding the Messiah, guys, the podcast where we look for Jesus Christ in everything we do. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about self-control. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we said that we we're going to do this one, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the videos, like the little reels or TikToks, whatever, that says unpopular opinion. Oh, wow. Do you know which <laughs> yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, or it's just like... This might be an unpopular opinion, but, and then they say an opinion that's, I don't want to say triggering, but could be triggering to some people. Yeah. Sometimes they're like a very common opinion. You're like, this wasn't controversial. For (laughs) real. Unpopular opinion, but pineapple does go on pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like that. I'm sure there's so many people that are like, yeah, pineapple on pizza. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be some people that are super triggered and they're like, get that pineapple away from my pizza how dare you think that that's okay personally i like corn on my pizza corn okay well (laughs) let's get started (laughs) um okay well legit let's get started so what is self-control i have a definition okay go for it the ability to control oneself in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior especially mm. in difficult situations it's a pretty decent definition mm-hmm. um yeah so when i was again how i try and go about with all these things especially this being one of the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. so again how do we put this in a biblical context exactly you yep. know in a is one of those things like the first thing I was trying to do is find examples where we see people with good self-control or other examples where we see people with bad self-control. Mm-hmm. Right. Like uh, the best one that I can always go to that I love is uh, Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I would even relate them, what they did, their disobedience to God in the Garden of Eden ultimately, I would say, embodies all sin mm-hmm. and embodied everything that would ever come. Right, so that would also embody the opposite of the nine fruits of the spirit. Mm. Right, so in that sense, one of the fruits of the spirit being self-control. You know, the opposite of that is like gluttony or selfishness. Yeah, maybe selfishness, lack of self-control. Yeah, lack of (laughs) self-control, right? So how do we compare that with like Adam and Eve? Mm. Right, I would say very clearly we see that lack of self-control when, you know, God told them, don't eat through this fruit. Like, okay. And all they had to do was not eat the fruit. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it was compelled to them. You know, Satan came up and was like, are you really going to die? You just eat it. It's going to be good. You know, and they're like, <laughs> so I always think of like the, those memes where they're like, oh, I need it. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so ultimately, they ended up, again, losing their self-control and just biting into it, mm-hmm. eating the fruit. And again, this ultimately led to the uh, humanity going going against god mm-hmm. in this sense right so th- that's an example there where we saw that lack of self-control yeah right but the ultimate version of what self-control is is truly jesus christ mm-hmm. right so jesus christ even in the wilderness uh we see such mm-hmm. self-control even there yeah right and the other thing the other area i would say we see the self-control of jesus christ right this is for whatever reason it's kind of a controversial thing to talk to certain people mm-hmm. but it seems pretty clear when reading the Bible, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ did not did not want a physical marriage. We'll say, did not. Ooh, like, I go think after. you're gonna bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, you see that that self control of Jesus Christ, even 
uh, around women in this moment, right? Mm-hmm. So we see the need for self-control, whether it's physical, with food, you know, or with fame, mm-hmm. whatever type of thing. There, there has to be even emotions, right? Like you were saying. Yeah, I was going to say emotional for when he was on the cross. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. He didn't uh, just let his anger come out. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Right, so like... We see this with Adam and Eve, and we see this with Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? And then so many people are going to be like, well, that's Adam and Eve, you know, <laughs> they're the bad version, you know? And then mm-hmm. when you can compare it to Jesus Christ, we're like, well, that's obvious, that's Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you know? Where else do we see these moments of self-control, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I would say this goes along with the Hebraic laws, right? The laws of Moses, right? Mm-hmm. The laws of Moses, they said that there was certain foods that they weren't allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. This was before the Messiah came in the flesh, mm-hmm. right? And I guess even there, you know, you had to have some self-control to not eat certain foods. Mm-hmm. But um, an example of this is, again, Daniel with his friends. Because, you know, yeah. like in those days, they were all taken to Babylon and they were like, all right, you got to eat all this food here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Daniel and his friends were like, nah, I'm sorry, man. Our law dictates that we can't eat any of this food. Mm-hmm. You know, in that moment, they were like, oh, you have to. Or else the king might get mad and you might end up killing you or something, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, watch. And we'll go ask the king if we can at least eat the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. And we'll show you that we'll be as fit uh, as your guys is here that eat whatever they want to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, again, after 30 days, they were even better than them. Yeah. Um, so, like, you see that self-control even there mm-hmm. where, like, they had this abundance of food. But they still were able to follow the commands of God. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, this is, I mean, we're going to go through all the, I would say we're going to go through all the examples. Like another one I would, there's two in specific that I really like. Mm-hmm. Again, I was trying to think about it. What are these great examples of people having that self-control? Mm-hmm. Right, so in a sense, so the way I'm going to put this in the context of the item is there, the thing is there, what they want is there. Mm-hmm. But do they have enough self-control to either wait for it? work for it or just not use it mm-hmm. stay away from it right yeah. and again this is the same thing we see with jesus christ in the wilderness mm-hmm. he had the ability to change stone into bread mm-hmm. he stayed away from it. he yeah. had the ability to call out the angels and show the world he is the son of god mm-hmm. he had self-control there yeah. he had the ability wow. to take on fame and fortune and again he had self-control there mm-hmm. all right so where else do we see these those type of situations mm-hmm. Right, and one example of that, another example anyways, is uh, Esther. Mm-hmm. Right, so Esther, the great beauty pageant of the Bible. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says there in Esther, you know, uh, that when she was, when all these people, all these women were getting ready to try and present themselves um, mm-hmm. to the king, uh, the way I kind of see in the way kind of this kind of read in the Bible Seems like all these women, they just kind of flock to whatever they had and they put on even the stuff that they never had in their life, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Esther, having that self-control, she saw all these things that were available to her mm-hmm. and yet she still went to the eunuch and was like, what does the king like? Mm-hmm. You know, having that self-control in that sense. Yeah. All right. And then the other thing that I like is um, where we see this self-control is uh, Jacob with Rachel. And I think that was like a really good story, right? Because again, he told Rachel's father, okay, I'll work for seven years um, and show you that I'm worth being, I'm good enough to be the husband for your daughter. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he got screwed over (laughs) and then he had to work for seven more years. Yeah. For anybody that didn't have self-control in a sense. I mean, you can almost like do one of those fairy tale stories. Let's run away together. You yeah. Know? But like, again, Jacob having that self-control. Mm-hmm. And I would say the Bible testifies to the fact that he had self-control because it says even those 14 years, it felt like nothing. 
because mm-hmm. he was doing it for the love of his life, mm-hmm. right? So, like, again, you can go throughout the entire Bible and you see such examples of these people that are self-control, uh, that have self-control, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that kind of popped in my head, I'm like on a little rant, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. The thing that kind of popped in my head is like, how is it that we're able to fit all these things, all these people, and especially Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? Because we're talking about the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? How is it that I may, we're able to fit in self-control into who the Messiah is? Mm-hmm. Right? Wait, hold on. Before you go okay. and okay. do this, because okay. I feel like it's going to, my example is going to tie in really well with oh, what okay. you're going to say. Go for it. So, okay. Another example I wanted to throw out there is David with Saul. Mm. He literally... Uh, was so close to Saul that he tore his robe, oh, yeah. but he didn't kill him. That's true. Because he knew that Saul was the anointed one of God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And even after. Yeah. So he um, had self-control in the fact that he didn't kill him, even though Saul was actively trying to kill him. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Now. Yeah. So play. Like, like that part, right? Because <laughs> then somebody could, if someone's looking at that example, you know. In a sense, what David was doing, right? Do you see the mercy that David had, mm-hmm. right? You see the compassion that he had, you know, all these other things. And then again, we're relating it to self-control. Yeah. Right. And again, there's some self-control being part of the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And again, what is the best one? What is the ultimate fruit of the Spirit? Love. Exactly. <laughs> right, so could it be that David, even in that moment, was acting on love? Mm-hmm. Right? And could it be that Jesus Christ, having self-control in the wilderness, could it even be that he was acting on love? Yes. And he who embodies what true love is. It's really cool to see. Like it's mm-hmm. su- like it's such a cool thing to relate, especially with the letters of Paul, because Paul he really talks Yo. about the the need for self control and such things, yeah. and to be pure. And even Peter, right? And so many people, some people will look at it and be like, he doesn't necessarily know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. you know. But again, could it be that Paul and the apostles they understood the, the relationship of what love is mm-hmm. with the nine fruits of the spirits? And again, for me, it goes, it testifies to the fact again. When we when we say things like, again, we as Christians, followers of Christ, are far more equipped to be able to do these things, to have self control, mm-hmm. because we know we start off with love first. Yeah. Right. And so it's wow. it's a, it's a cool thing to see what self control is. Like when yeah. I was trying to go through the Bible, I was like, man, this is actually going to be kind of a cool topic to talk about. Yeah. Like, again, whether we're talking about like. So this is how, again, how I was kind of imagining it, self-control. Mm-hmm. Self-control is, again, being able to stay away, stop yourself um, from your own wants. I'll mm-hmm. put it at the most basics, right? And again, what are the wants of man, mm-hmm. right? And almost all these, all these wants of man are like the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. You know, there's rage, envy, lust, gluttony, sloth, and I forget what the other two are, mm-hmm. right? Do we have enough self-control to avoid these ones? Mm-hmm. Right, because so it's so easy for any of us to be lazy, to be yeah. like a sloth, you know. But again, do we have enough uh, self control to break to continue on? Same mm-hmm. thing with gluttony, right? Like there's a, a verse that I was reading, uh, Proverbs actually. <laughs> Proverbs was a great one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Is it? I have one twenty five, twenty eight. Uh, I have twenty five, sixteen. Okay, you read yours and then I'll read mine. (laughs) Okay, for sure. So it says, if you have found honey, eat enough for eat enough for you. Least you have your fill of it and vomit. Mm. So like even there again, we see that that need for what self control is. And again, 
so easy for anybody to, to look at us, mm-hmm. right? To look at somebody who's a Christian and be like, well, I have self-control too, but I don't necessarily uh, believe in who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. And again, it may be so. There may be people who have who are very disciplined in themselves. See, okay, I like how you use that word because I feel like that's the difference, mm. is that there's self-control and then there's just disciplining yourself. Okay. And yeah, like yeah. following a regimen and a routine. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have self-control. Exactly, right. So how do we know when we have self-control, when we mm-hmm. actively practice the self-control? Mm-hmm. Again, this all, I would say it all points back to who do you believe Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. Right, if you look at Jesus and you say he is the Messiah, the Son of God, truly, again, we are far more equipped to have that self-control. <gasps> Yo, okay. You can you would know that you have self-control because having self-control, true self-control is walking in the love of Jesus exactly. Christ. <gasps> Whoa, okay. Exactly. This this fruit is pretty cool. It is pretty I, yeah, cool. Yeah, now that we're talking about it like this. Yeah, like especially when you see where self-control leads you. Yeah. Truly because again, for any one of us, right, mm-hmm. who who claim to know who Jesus Christ is. Again, so easy for any one of us to be like, you know what, I'm going to indulge myself in these things and mm-hmm. whatever else, right? But again, it's, it's so much more great when we have the self-control and decide, you know what, I'm still going to pursue who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. And again, I was looking, I was still looking for at least a, a few examples where we see these moments where there's a need for self-control mm-hmm. uh, or or uh showing somebody with self-control mm-hmm. right and uh one one example where you see the need for self-control is um either what happened with sodom and gomorrah with the angels or with what happened with the benjamites with the levite and his concubine mm-hmm. right so like a lot of it's kind of a heavy story mm-hmm. and what happened but it ultimately i'm talking about the levite and his concubine mm-hmm. uh with that story uh it ends up leading to a civil war in Israel, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they had to go and fight their own brothers, it says. But basically how it goes is there was a Levite who had, who was new in town, mm-hmm. right? In, in a Benjamite town. And he brought his, uh, I believe his wife and his concubine. Mm-hmm. And there was some guy that invited him over to his house. And then while they were at their house, uh, a whole bunch of Benjamites came over and they were like, hey, you need to bring out that guy because we want to, uh, we want to rape him, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's a very heavy story. Uh, and ultimately, the dude, he's like, I'm not, I can't do that. He's a Levite, but I can at least give you this concubine, mm-hmm. right? And then it ends up being very bad for the concubine. She ends up uh, being assaulted that night, mm-hmm. right? And almost being left for dead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, basically all of Israel ends up finding out about this thing, mm-hmm. right? And they all are like, bro, something needs to be done about this thing. Mm-hmm. Like we can't just let this and let this uh injustice go unheard, mm-hmm. you know, and again, that's where the civil war starts, but right there with that decision of what these Benjamites wanted to do mm-hmm. right to to know this guy to to assault him in such a way mm-hmm. right there there needed to be such self control here, yeah. Right. And again, for, again, it's a heavy story for some people to, to read. And it might be even one for somebody to, to not be able to fully grasp. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I do think it's such a, a story, a testament mm-hmm. that truly showed what life is like when we don't have that self control in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. These Benjamites, they, again, they had the word of God, mm-hmm. yet they still chose to depart from the word of God mm-hmm. and indulge in their own things. Yeah. Right. And again, it, 
however you want to take it in a sense, right? Because there are people who will listen to this type of story and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not specifically that, right? Mm-hmm. God forbid anybody goes in that direction. But again, we, every individual, I would say, mm-hmm. has something in their life that they can truly indulge in rather mm-hmm. than indulging in, in who Jesus Christ is. Yeah. And again, this is ultimately how I would say we are far more equipped than uh, most people when we are in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? I may I may indulge myself in certain things. Like there may be something like let's say TV. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say an individual loves to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Right? Do they have enough self control to stop themselves and go back and have their relationship with Jesus Christ? Yeah, I feel like this is uh the root of addictions. Mm, that's a yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Is the lack of self control. That's very true. True self control in Jesus. Yeah. So that for example, that's a good point. Cause uh you know, you hear people with those type of struggles and then they're like, Oh yeah, I've been clean for a couple of months or whatever because mm-hmm. I've been in a program. Yeah. You know, and all I'm all for these type of things to help out people. That's the difference too, like what you're talking about between discipline and true self control. Exactly. Right. Because again, uh the way we see it, again, thankfully nobody in our family has really ever been in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. But the way these things are explained, whether in movies and TV shows, books, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it's like they have a support person, yeah. a person or a thing that kind of gets them through that. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I would say as as great as it is to mm-hmm. have somebody there. Yeah. Right. Because it also says in the Bible, confess to one another your sins. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have the support system, but ultimately they should never be the support. Mm-hmm. The support is always going to be Jesus Christ. Their support system should be pointing them to Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, uh, that's is, what that, sorry to interrupt you again, but I feel like that's what that verse is talking about. That, mm-hmm. yeah, we confess our sins to one another, but that's because sometimes I can just be in what, like a funk or mm-hmm. I can be going through something and your job as a fellower, a fellow follower <laughs> of, uh, oh my gosh, a fellow follower of Christ. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's to point me back to Jesus. Exactly. That took so long for something so <laughs> simple. <laughs> exactly. But, but, yeah, but yeah, right. Instead of falling back on whatever thing that you mm-hmm. have that guilty pleasure, we'll call. Mm-hmm. Do you have enough self-control to go back to who Jesus Christ is? Mm-hmm. Right, like even for myself, um, uh, like one of these days it was super duper hot mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the power went out. So there was no air conditioning. <laughs> right? And did I, the power go out or did your dad turn it off? <laughs> <laughs> no, the power was all out. So the power was all out. Uh, the internet wasn't working. They're like, mm-hmm. There was nothing that was working, right? Yeah. And so in those moments, it's like, can I just, can I be grumpy? Can I get mad? Mm-hmm. Or can I have some self-control and go and, I don't know, pursue Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? So for just to give an example, for me in those moments, right? Yes, I was irritated. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was, again, it was in those moments where I feel like the Holy Spirit was like, hey, you know what? The Bible doesn't need anything. Mm-hmm. You can just go grab your Bible and start reading. Yeah. And I was like, this is how they used to do it back in the day anyways. Might as well. For real. And if there's really not enough light, you can just pray. Exactly. Or worship. Exactly. Right. And again, it's not to it's not to try and elevate anybody, but again, mm-hmm. how how many times are we able to go back to who Jesus Christ is? Mm-hmm. Again, these are these are part of my prayers, right? And even though we go through certain situations mm-hmm. that yet we still have enough for this context. Self control. 
to run back to who Jesus Christ is. Yeah. Amen. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. You covered a lot. I feel yeah. like you covered all my questions because I was going to ask um, without self-control, where would we be? Mm. And we just talked about that. And yeah. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read the verse that I have from the Old Testament because I feel like it wraps up what we're talking about really well. Okay. And it says, Proverbs 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's literally perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good wow. old Proverbs. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as much discipline, like you were saying, as much discipline, as many soldiers as you can have. Mm-hmm. If your walls are nothing, you know, they're going to, yeah, at some point, that protection is gone. Exactly. So, I mean, ultimately, one can say they have self-control. Mm-hmm. Or they have a discipline, a discipline regiment. Mm-hmm. Again, if it's not with Jesus Christ, again, these things can so easily fall and yeah. will truly eventually fall. Mm-hmm. Right. And kind of go off in a little thing, but this is what I love about stories. Like those type of stories, mm-hmm. they, the stories, there's certain stories, I guess you can even talk about like Shakespeare. They kind of give the, those type of lessons that, you know, like if the, these things are, are nothing when they're relying on. Mm-hmm. on anything else and again yeah. the greatest story of them all is jesus christ mm-hmm. the bible in itself yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i want to at least give one more example of like okay go for it people needing self-control right because there's the- different types of self-control again self-control from food self-control from like uh from emotions self-control from like splurging we'll say yeah uh, like behaviors yeah behaviors. honestly i feel like it's all self-control and you did a really good job of saying that it's we need to have self-control from the desires of our hearts. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, um, especially too, like even Jesus said that like when you lust after someone, you've already committed adultery. Yeah. And so we need to have, uh, okay, we need to have self-control even like emotionally, spiritually, all those things because even if you don't, act on those uh thoughts even just sitting in those thoughts is not having self-control that's true because it's one thing for your mind to i guess wander and to look over and then be like oh that person's attractive but then you have the self-control and be like shoop nope (laughs) i'm not gonna linger on that (laughs) right yeah i mean from a dude's perspective and this is something i've talked to other people about Mm -hmm. from a guy's perspective we have so much access to when it comes to lust like Mm -hmm. that type of thing yeah right but do we have enough self-control to either get out of it or again, I don't, I don't know, get out of it at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Don't, don't even get into it. <laughs> exactly, right. And if that means dumping everything that you that that gives you that access, by all means, go for it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, I like the movie Fireproof, where yeah. he was into that sort of thing, and he just got rid of his computer. <laughs> exactly, right. Um, yeah. If you know Fireproof, go <laughs> yeah. go watch it. <laughs> I mean, well, even within our little group, like in, even in, with my cousins and stuff, like barely any of them have like any actual uh, like social medias. One of the yeah. reasons why I came down on it so hard. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, it's a good access point for any guy. Mm-hmm. Right. But do we have enough self-control to just be like, you know what? 
not gonna no, do it. I don't need it. You know? But uh, yeah, no, going back to like an example where people needed self control. Mm-hmm. I'll say straight up, this is the Israelites with Moses the entire time. Yes. Oh wow, <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, they had no self control even from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, they got out of Egypt, they even sang a song, and then they saw the <laughs> Egyptians running after them at the Red Sea and they're like, What have you done? <laughs> You know, like from that moment, it was, they had no self-control with the poor man, you know, yeah. and they're like, we're out here going to starve to death. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when I was reading that Proverbs, right, only eat enough because then you might vomit it. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what happened to the, even the Israelites when they asked for meat. They're like, we need mm-hmm. meat. We're tired of manna. And God gave them meat. And then they ended up vomiting. <laughs> like, it's was, it was kind of funny. Yeah. Like, they didn't. They didn't listen to God and still mm-hmm. and said they were lacking that self-control. Yeah. Right. And then ultimately, to not have self-control is to really, again, like we said, indulge yourself in the desires of not just yourself, right, but the desires of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which then brought me to the one of the verses, which is Roman 12, Romans 12, 1. It says, do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed in Jesus Christ. Cool. Right, which brought it back all the way back to the. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, I have a good verse that goes with that. Okay, and it's from Second Timothy, and it's God mm. gave us. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but He gave us a spirit of self control and love. I think it. I is. like it. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, or strength. Self control <laughs> is definitely in there. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on my memory verses. Don't worry, I have to write them down. <laughs> Uh, but I'm yeah. just proud I remembered it was from Second Timothy. <laughs> Here's your gold star. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, either way, again, self-control, it, like, reading it, you can find a lot of times where we see the people are needing it or mm-hmm. showing it. And truly, because Jesus Christ did it first, because mm-hmm. he is the, uh, the greatest version of what self-control is, look at his life. Yeah. And truly, we who believe in Jesus Christ, we're far more equipped to be able to have that same self-control. Mm-hmm. Amen. I like that. Me too. Okay. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we'll see you again next week. Cool.